0: everybody's doing well today and having a wonderful and beautiful Wednesday day I uh, apologize I was uh, thought it'd be neat to do this at the church and I thought'd change things up just a hair and uh, didn't one thing I forgot I'm trying to take this video down that way it's not uh, playing uh, accidentally in the background uh, but what I forgot, was i'm the only one that can uh i mean i I have to run this uh uh, the the camera and i have to run the program and uh didn't have any help so uh i kind of messed up my plans the plan was to be down there at the stage and uh to do things a little differently and tonight's going to be different anyway we're going to do just like a like i do in the mornings like a little 20 30 minute devotion uh you know it's kind of fun to change things up every now and then and i thought you know uh Why not uh, do that this evening? You know, it's kind of like having uh, breakfast for supper, (laughs) if you want to look at it in that context. But uh, uh, I do hope that uh, everybody had a good day today. Stay warm, stay safe. Calling for uh, snow uh, this uh, evening. And uh, so be careful out there if you're out and about. Uh, If you have your Bibles handy, uh, if you want to look at a very familiar passage of Scripture, of course, I say that but uh when uh tim tebow put this underneath his uh wrote this on his i don't know if his helmet or he wrote it on his face but uh, john 3:16 ended up being one of the most googled uh, uh, verses uh, ever but uh, john 3:16 16 says uh, again if you have your was any for god so loved the world that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send His Son into the world to condemn the world, but in, order, but in order that the world might be saved through Him. So, and of course, I'm reading out of uh, English Standard Version. Uh, our prayer request this evening, uh, I'd like to say, uh, I, I know some. This is not exactly how I do it on uh, each morning when I do the 615 devotions. It's a little different, but, you know, considering it is a Wednesday, uh, that's why I'm doing things just a hair differently than I normally do. So, um, so we have Murph, Wendy Lee, Jane Kitchings, uh, Glenn Johnson, uh, Troy Ginger Hood. I know she's still having, uh, having to do chemo and such. Um, Raymond and Becky Hooks, uh, Morrison Carolyn, Johnny and Nora, Kathy Young, Richard Haynes, larry and donna Larky and nancy uh see joe franklin jackie and rhonda thomond kim Penix, pam jones uh donnie donnie cutshaw and uh Reggie and his family and brenda martin and her family but um will be praying for my mother-in-law father-in-law uh they are battling covid uh, uh, hoppy's not uh, doing real well and uh brandy's sister kim is now has COVID and uh Hop Insurance neighbor uh surely has COVID so these uh, told him we'd be praying for them as well. So um, apparently uh don't get nowhere near Hoppy Insurance house because apparently they're they are the spreader. So uh <laughs> so don't uh so be sure be praying for them. I know it's no joking matter, but uh just be sure to pray for them and for healing. And um uh also uh, let's see um oh goodness. There were some others on here I said I'd pray for, and my little brain has already went blank on me, so I apologize. uh, uh, So let's go ahead and bow our heads. Let's go ahead and go for the Lord in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we just thank you, love you, and praise you. Uh, Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for this time together to meet and to worship. And Lord, I just want to lift up each and every one of these prayer requests and concerns, and I do pray for my mother-in-law father-in-law, and Pray, Lord, you bring healing upon them. Lord, you know I worry about them and worry about Hoppy with his breathing and COPD. And Lord, just praise, Lord, heal him mightily. And bring Brandy's sister Kim and their neighbor Shirley. And Lord, just pray that you bring healing upon them. I pray to be a Donna Taylor. And Lord, I know her and her father is uh, really dealing uh, with the loss of a sister and a daughter. And uh, Lord, I pray will ease their pain and help them during this very difficult time. And Lord, I do pray that you be with her. Sister in Christ, Kim Penix, and Wendy Lee, and Ginger Hood, and Troy, and, and uh, Jane Kitchings, and uh, all the ones that have been mentioned here this evening. And Lord, I pray your healing upon them in a mighty way. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right, like I say, uh, you know, we're going to do things just a hair different uh, this evening. And uh, uh, our main focal point uh, this mor- this evening, Sam already says I'm doing uh, devotions this evening instead of the morning. I already want to say morning. Uh, We're looking at uh, Matthew chapter 11 verse 12, so Matthew 11 verse 12. Now I have been having some difficulty here, let's see here, hold on, I I cannot get this slide uh, show to work like it's supposed to at all, when I'm at home it works fine, but for some reason here at the church it is not wanting to cooperate, so bear with me here. But uh, Matthew eleven twelve says, and from the days of John the Baptist, uh, to now, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, and the violent take it by force. Now, uh, yesterday, let's see. Here. Okay, I got it back on. Yesterday, I went to the uh, barber shop to get my hair uh, trimmed up, and uh, in fact, I wrote a little thing on Facebook in regards to that. Uh, you know, I said, you know, there's very few places that are for men. You know, I mean, there's just very few places that just men can go and be men. You know, I feel like uh, Tim the Toolman Taylor, or, 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 you know, <laughs> kind of, you know, it's it, when you go there, it's just you're there with with the men. Uh, you can uh, say manly things, and uh, uh, if you want to make a little. It's not a joke about the wife, you know. You can. Sorry, ladies, it does happen. It's all in good fun, but uh, just like, it ain't like you ladies don't talk about us men. So don't act like you don't. But uh, uh, you know what I mean. It's just you know. And then connected to the barber shop uh, you, uh, is a door that takes you straight into a gun shop. I mean, you talk about testosterone field. Power, you know. I mean, that's you know the manly man's kind of stuff. You know, no frou frou. Uh, that's what they wrote on there. Start to worry about it, offending the effeminate, and I wasn't talking about the women. You know, <laughs> so you know it is. Uh, it's one of those manly places, and I think that's something that's being lost in our society. Is man's masculinity? Uh, it, they have been emasculated. Uh, feminism, feminism has been pushed to the forefront all about girl power, which is nothing. You no, know, hey, you know, that's fine, there's nothing wrong with a strong, independent woman, I'm not putting that down, all right, I have a daughter, I want her to be strong and independent, and uh, to know that, uh, uh, you know, I want her to be able to take care of herself, and, uh, and be self-reliant, I got no problem with that, but my point here is, uh, we have, um, uh, so many, uh, the feminists have destroyed uh, so many areas that and that's one thing I put on there on Facebook in regards to the barbershop I go to. It's almost like going back in time to Floyd's barber there on Andy Griffin. I said there's very few sanctuaries left for men, and uh, it's a sad thing. It really is. A lot of young boys don't know what it means to be a man. I'm not talking about hyper masculinity. I'm not talking about uh, you know like you see in the 1980s uh, films, you know you know Schwarzenegger and Stallone and such uh, that that hyper version of masculinity but what it means to be a real man and in, in, in one area that is uh, really weak uh, when it comes to that masculinity when it comes to being a man is in the church it's so sad you know our church here at fat love bible church is one of the few churches where there are as many men as there are women if not more men majority of churches are predominantly women and uh and uh and it, when you look at a lot of these newer churches coming in, like there are some newer churches coming in the in uh, in our area here, you got a little these little uh, uh, form-fitting what do you call them? Those tight jeans, uh, skinny jeans. Yeah, you got these little skinny jeans wearing uh, young men, uh, these hipsters, and they're just they they plump sissified. I ain't gonna you know if that defends you, then I'm sorry, but it just they, they act plump sissified. And then, uh, then you have 65 pastors anyway. You have uh, even in theology, you have had uh, feminism to uh, affect how we view the Bible throughout history, and uh, that's a sad thing. But why? Because uh, they they don't want to offend uh, those who are uh, female. And like I said, it, it's not the point to want to offend. I don't want to offend ladies. Like I said, God's word. I'm not a misogynist. All right, I don't hate women. In fact. What we're seeing in today's society is quite the opposite is misandry misandry however you want to pronounce that is a hatred towards men particularly white conservative males that's what we're seeing a real hatred about uh but you know god's word as i was talking about sunday evening uh, glorifies uplifts women women are very special and beautiful and wonderful uh creations that uh, god has made and uh, so i'm not putting women i'm not putting you down i'm not in fact in fact, a lot of women should be outraged right now with the fact that uh, this this new administration is allowing these uh, transgenders uh, to now infiltrate women's bathrooms, their uh, dressing rooms, their sports. Uh, in fact, I was watching a thing uh, earlier. Uh, I forgot. Um, there was a ball team where a 200-pound man claiming to be a woman was dominating the field. You think? So, I mean, you know, women should be, right now, should be outraged uh, because that is an attack on their femininity, is an attack on they, who they are as women. So, I'm not putting women down, no stretch of imagination, but men have been emasculated. And, and even in the church, you, you see a lack of true, strong male figures. And that's one thing that I've always tried to do uh, here at the church uh, is to encourage men to be teachers of course that's before the pandemic uh, to be teachers in the classrooms one or for several reasons one there's a lack of male role models in the home and two these young men need to see that there's there are there, that there are men out there who truly love Jesus Christ now one thing that we can look at you know when we look at this here in Matthew 11:12 it says from the days of John the Baptist until now the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence and violent takes it by force now understand this that this very opening verse here describes the kind of men that God is looking for he is looking for uh, these um, hairy as, as I was reading in my uh, study when I was in this this is in the studies here I, I didn't come up with this but I liked it uh, God is looking for hair big hairy audacious dreamers and I thought that describes FLBC. So I thought I would bring up. Like I said, I'm sorry. I'm having trouble with my uh, slides here. Hold on. Ah, hold on here. I'm trying to be a one-man band. Uh, it was not thinking uh, clearly when I come up here. But anyway, uh, if you look at John the Baptist, like I said it's not a very good picture. Yeah, I mean, he looks like if you're a member of Fountain Life Bible Church, he does look like he could be. Uh, uh, one of our uh, deacons or elders in fact he looks a lot, a lot like um, uh, the head pastor here uh, <laughs> so uh, if you they were better you think it was Vic Young but, uh, but anyway uh, you know God has called us and that's one thing here that I was um, uh, looking at uh, uh, this evening was uh, that men throughout history all right has been challenged throughout history have been challenged to get out of their comfort zone all right to risk everything for the kingdom and for the kingdom's expansion all right so as men you know it takes a godly man to stand for what is right and particularly in today's world in today's society to stand for what is right because one again as i've said before that this society hates white conservative males particularly white christian conservative males so we are not called to avoid trouble you know i think there's there's a real problem there with a lot of men uh who just kowtow because they they don't want to they want to cause any trouble let's uh let's just avoid those things that might offend people you know uh again i'm not out to offend but we need to speak the truth in love and remember what psalm 28 1 says The wicked flee, the wicked flee, they are cowards. But what does God's word say in Psalm 28, 1? But the righteous are bold as lions. To be bold for Jesus Christ is to stand in the face of fear, to stand in the face of uh, whether that fear is imagined or real, to stand firm, to stand your ground, not in a worldly kind of, uh, boldness in regards to uh, you're just obnoxious and just uh, in your face kind of thing, but to stand truly for the Word of God. See, that's what John the Baptist was doing, is working towards that expansion of the kingdom. And men, you're going to have to start standing up for what is right. You need to start being the head of your household. You need to start being the leaders in your home. Now, I'm not saying to be a jerk to your wife. I'm not saying being be nasty to those you love but you need to start getting your head out of the proverbial sand, I'm trying to be nice, and uh, get your family in church. You need to be an example in your home and reading your Bible, being seen in prayer, showing the love of Jesus Christ, if you're claiming to be a Christian. If you're not a Christian, <laughs> do whatever you want to. But if you are saved, if you are a Christian, if you, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, it is time men you know you look at all these you know you see all these movies look at braveheart Uh, look at all these uh, uh, movies others uh, there's millions of movies out there showing you know knights in armor and things like that and uh, they're fighting for good you know they might be fighting to expand a territory or a kingdom but they're fighting against evil and tyranny uh, fighting against those very things that seek to destroy their livelihood their families Friends, men in particular, what do you think is happening in this society? The very things that we stand for are Christians are under attack. Do you not understand that? It is under attack. It is under attack not only from Satan himself. We're under attack from the government that is over us. Everything we stand for, for Christians, they hate, they despise. And men, we are warriors. We are warriors for God. It's about time we start acting like one. Don't you agree? Don't you just agree that we start acting like men instead of cowering in the corners of worrying about offending the uh, liberals out there? It's time we stand for Jesus Christ. Talk about a man. Jesus Christ took a beating. Jesus Christ was nailed to that cross. Jesus Christ gave himself for us. It goes back to what I was talking about this in this morning's devotions. God sent his only son to be broken to heal us, to save us, to show us the way. Guys, there's a lot of people out there living in the dark. There's a lot of people out there who have no clue who Jesus Christ is. As those who are called, see, if you are a Christian, if you accepted Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior, you have been called. And as warriors, it is time we stand for what is right and for what is true. You may say, "Well, if I talk about Jesus in the workplace, then I may lose my job." Then you got to decide: Am I going to stand for Jesus and know that He's going to take care of my needs, and I'm going, or am I going to cow and be afraid of what uh, the world may do? What does God's word tell us? Don't worry about what uh, man will do. Don't worry about what uh, can, uh, can kill the flesh and blood, but worry about what that who can kill both flesh and the soul. We need to make sure that we're standing up for what is right. You know, there's, uh, there's attorneys out there who fight for those, there are Christian attorneys who fight for those who, uh, who are wrongly fired uh, for speaking out against, uh, for Jesus Christ. But even if that wasn't the case, we have got to be as bold as lies. We've got to start being men again you know uh, as early as uh, late 70s early 80s I remember watching television shows uh, as a kid and I remember even then the indoctrination of uh, feminizing men the reason why I say that is is I, re- I remember this I remember clearly distinctly television shows talking about well he, he is just not sensitive enough he doesn't cry he doesn't he, he's, he's, he's too uh, strong or some whatever baloney all right and there's nothing wrong with crying all right as you can see I don't have a problem with it nothing wrong with crying nothing wrong with being uh, uh, sensitive to the needs of your spouse there's nothing wrong with those kind of things but there has been a steady indoctrination from uh, from early on and that's, I think that's why we're seeing uh, such an increase that along with this, these feminist beliefs as well as such an increase in, in abandonment of uh, families, abandonment as being fathers, uh, uh, abandonment of churches. Uh, you know, it is You just is because of the world and uh, what Satan has done. The goddess world has blinded them, as we've talked about this past Sunday. But for those of you who are saved, guys, for those of you who are saved, what are we reading right here? From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven has suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. What is it going to take for you as men to stand up to protect your family, to protect your rights, to protect the integrity of God's Word, God's inerrant, infallible, efficient, sufficient Word of God? You know, they've, they've made discussions of, of uh rounding uh, those who support Trump up into uh, re-education camps or removing children from the home of Trump supporters and uh, re-educating them. When's it going to stop? When, you're, when are you going to take a stand and say, uh, no, we've had enough? When are you going to take a stand and say, are you going to wait till you're on the cattle carts? When are you going to take a stand for those things that are pr- to protect your family? We've got to make a stand and we got to make a stand against those things that are contrary to the word of God. We've got to make a stand as men to show the world the love of Jesus Christ. We have to expand his kingdom. We have to tell everybody we meet about Jesus Christ. We have to be men to stand and protect our families, and we have to be men to expand the things of Jesus. And I, I'll be honest with you, I, uh, uh, I worry about the future of the church because such weak-kneed, milk-toast pastors, youth pastors, all they want to do is get up there. Like I said, they dress like they're little hipsters in their little cute-tight uh, outfits, and uh, it's all about praise and, and how you feel, and, and uh, then everybody leaves thinking, oh, my goodness, I just had such an emotional response. It was just wonderful. Well, then you ask yourself, what did you learn? What did you get out of it? Oh uh well, uh, I I don't really know, uh, but the praise was great. That's <laughs> fine and dandy. That's good to have some good praise and music. But if you ain't getting no meat, if you're not getting any growth, what good is it? You know, too many churches are in it for the show. You see what I'm saying? They're there for entertainment value. That's why if you come to a Love Bible church, it's not about entertainment. Oh, you're going to get some awesome music you've got we've got some of the best musicians in the country that's in our praise team and they do a wonderful job but when you come here whether it's my dad or by the grace of God if it's me you're going to hear the true word of God and it may offend you it may bring you under conviction it may step on your toes you know that's one thing dad always said We are here to make the comfortable, uncomfortable, and the uncomfortable comfortable. And uh, I think there's not enough of preaching of conviction of sins, not enough preaching of a need of a Savior, and it goes back to these cowardly little preachers who don't believe in the whole Word of God. You know, I uh, had a uh, different topic to speak on tonight, but I just didn't feel the need to... To speak on that, and uh, I thought it'd be neat to just do things a little differently. Do things like I would in the morning. Of course, it's still just a, uh, not quite the same. But uh, I, uh, like I said, another year's day when I was in that uh, barber shop, and I was just sitting there thinking, you know, there used to be places where men could uh, hang out and be themselves, and it's all but uh, destroyed. But one place men, you can go be yourself, and that is in church. It takes a bold and a courageous man. To admit that he can be weak in areas that he needs help that he needs Jesus Christ it takes a man to bring his family into church it takes a man to lead even if he has a spouse that uh, doesn't believe or wants nothing to do with church it takes a man to still continue to go to church to try to encourage his children to go to church and it takes a man that even though you're scared to death it takes a man to walk up to somebody and say do you know Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior a man is honest and he has integrity and he does what is right and if you have Jesus Christ in your heart see you know look at even the disciples they were in fear uh, of the Jewish leaders and in the face of persecution uh, see that's when Jesus Christ he, he, the Holy Spirit came and filled them and they were able to preach like never before see that's why we have that paracletos we have that helper if you're scared to speak about Jesus if you're scared to invite somebody to church you pray for, that, uh, for the Lord to give you that Holy Spirit to give you that boldness to give you that wisdom to carry that out I uh, I think of uh, when I think of what a uh, man truly is I think of my father he's always been a man's man he's raised me to shake another man's hand and look him in the eye Uh, he's always showed that honesty He's always shown integrity and he's always shown Jesus, whether at home or in the pulpit. And even when somebody's wronged him, he still showed the love of Jesus. And uh, and I've watched him closely throughout the years. When I was a kid, you know, uh, like most kids, when he would eat, I would eat. I'd watch everything he'd do. (laughs) (coughs) I would mimic what he would do. But one thing I did learn from him is how to witness to somebody else. And I watched him boldly, whether. uh, I'm sorry. Um. whether it's in the middle of a biker gathering uh, I don't care how big or tough they thought they were or to homeless person it didn't matter he would boldly boldly go up to them And asked them if they knew Lord Jesus Christ or Lord and Savior I admired that I watched that and I mimicked that and, uh, and I've told you before. even I uh, watched my own kids playing and uh, uh, where well, they've heard their own daddy ask somebody if they knew Jesus Christ our Lord and Savior even in playing they said you know Jesus you know that means a lot why because I watched a mighty man of God scripture this evening because it shouldn't be rare it should not be rare at all gentlemen we can't hide in the shadows and whether you're male or female and remember there's only two uh, genders in case you're confused (laughs) we've got to start standing up for Jesus it's time that we start being more bold we start standing for the whole word of God even though it goes against the grain of society even though they don't like it even they don't want to hear that homosexuality is wrong they don't want to hear that pornography and sexual sin is wrong they don't want to hear uh, whatever it is that God's word is for that they are are against they don't want to hear it but that's why it takes a mighty man or a mighty woman to do the right thing and that's my encouragement to you this evening to stand up to be bold as lions don't be cowards and flee like the wicked we saw in Psalm 28 it's time to expand the kingdom because I don't know about you I want to hear well done good and faithful servant and we can only do that if we have that boldness that only comes from God that courage that only comes from God and when you feel weak and you don't feel like you can do what you are called to do you pray just as the disciples did Holy Spirit filled them. They were to preach in a mighty way. God's Spirit's going to fill you. He's going to give you the right words and the wisdom you need when you need it. And this world needs Jesus now more than ever. So keep that in mind as you're going out and about your day um, or the evening. I'm used to doing this in the mornings. I apologize. I get a little teary-eyed, but I am so passionate when it comes to the things of the Lord, uh, I can't help uh, but get emotional because I love Jesus and we are living in a sick, dying world that's headed for hell and we've got to start making some different changes in our lives and strive to see souls saved before it's too late. Let's have a word of prayer. Very our Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, help us to be the men and the women that you've called us to be. Help us to be bold. Help us to be strong. Help us to be courageous. Help us to do what is right, honorable, and glorifying in Your eyes. Let us serve You well. Let us be uh, servants, mighty warriors. And Lord, help us to win those that are lost. Lord, for anyone watching this evening that doesn't know You, let to pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know You died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill with your Holy Spirit. Lord, I pray that you will be with our nation's leaders and this current president and vice president, that you'll touch their hearts and minds before it's too late. I pray that you'll be with the people of this nation and that you'll open their eyes and touch their hearts before it's too late. Lord, be with all those that we uh, mentioned in prayer request and uh, bring healing upon them. And Lord, just pray that... Uh, that you will serve you well, and Lord, that you will lead us, guide us, watch over, protect us till we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Well, my friends, I appreciate you watching this evening. I know it was kind of short and sweet, and I uh, just thought I would uh, change things up a little bit instead of doing an in-depth study, just do a little, uh, like I do in the mornings, a little devotional, and uh, Lord willing, we'll meet this Sunday at... Uh, uh the sermon topic uh, the focus of conversation will be are you worthy you know and so i think uh i think it's gonna make for a good study so be sure and turn on out uh sunday morning from 11 to 12 and uh we look forward to uh to seeing you guys so uh, appreciate all those who were uh commenting always feel free to talk back and forth between yourselves if i see a comment or two i'll try to mention it but i uh, don't uh, always get a chance but uh I hope everybody has a blessed uh, evening. And uh, as I say every morning, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching.